Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason. And we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash g-a-m-e-f-u-l-l-y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. Who the hell am I? I'm a construction worker. After the bathroom, I said be right back. I'm a cop, you idiot! Pasta. Oh, I'm Detective John Kimball. Who is your daddy? Answer the question. And what does he do? Put that cookie down! Folks, welcome to Into the Mystery Universe. Mm, the, welcome, I don't welcome. Know, what is this? The twentieth episode? Yep, it could be. This one goes down smooth for me. Like I lost count, and I oh, don't yeah. care. I'm not even keeping track. We've been doing this for what fourteen years now. It's fine. Yeah, something like that. Uh, big old thank you to our producer Norm from Cheers, mm. who is who is our who is our producer behind all of this. The yes. one behind the curtain. They are making it all happen for for us and for you. Uh, and this is a podcast where we've been going through Arnold Schwarzenegger films to talk about him as an actor. Yeah. Um, we talk <laughs> about the plot. We then go into Technically Not Arnold, where we talk about Arnold's performance. Then we go into Definitely Not Arnold, where we talk about our best side characters. Mm. Then we talk about the most Arnold moment. And at the end, we'll give it, of course, a rating system of our spy cigarettes. Uh, classic yes. rating system. It's the rating system we've used for every episode. Um, yep. You guys have known and, and grown familiar with it. I've come to love it, actually. So, of course, um, all the postcards and very thought felt gifts and, and, and notes you guys send us uh, every year around the holidays to, to thank us for for it. Um, right. are Appreciated. Yep. Also, I feel like we didn't say our names. It doesn't Did we? matter. I'm okay. Tom Ryman. I'm not, oh, all right. I'm David Bell. <laughs> I beat you, I David. Say, I beat you. Let him, let him earn it. Let him earn it. Oh, that's this true. is, um, we're covering 1994's True Lies, which is currently available in one of two ways. It is getting, it is finally getting a re release, right? It's yes. finally, it is uh, it, a movie that was famously not on any high definition format. Like this, yes, this and a, The Abyss, I believe, are the two Cameron movies that have yet to be on Blu ray. I have them both on really good DVDs that when I pop them in, they're like tiny on the screen because yeah. their resolution isn't big. Yeah, it, it is wild to me that these two movies, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. Um, everything, because, that, everything that I've read over the past 20 years, um, and this sounds true, is that Cameron is just so hyper, well, Cameron... Um, he has to like personally oversee the the resolu- the, right. the transfer, the re- the re- the remastering, the resolution, and all that stuff. And he's been doing that at the same time that he's been trying to make four Avatar sequels. Yeah, uh, so, so he's I a think busy it's just man. that. Yeah, I think it's and just that. And he's he's in the ocean. Yeah, yeah. I would. So I would argue. Right, it's hard. It's so hard to could- remaster uh, uh, True Lies when you're at the bottom of the sea. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so you can get it on DVD. You can also get it on Hulu. Yeah. Um, which I keep. I so I just keep getting Hulu for a month and canceling it because mm. it costs eight bucks with ads, and I'm just like, mm, no, no. It's it's atrocious yeah. the the how much these things are costing, but we don't need to get <laughs> we don't need that. to get into that. Um, that's that's all to say that I I want to point out that I think this movie and the Abyss, but we're not talking about that, is 
this is a weird statement because it, it might not sound true. I think they're underrated. I, I think, but they're not underrated in the way that like whenever it brought, it's brought up, people are like, those movies are awesome. My thoughts is like, why don't we talk about how awesome they are more? Like in terms of at least the action mm-hmm. um, and the effects, like there's obviously some very dated aspects to this film. For sure. Uh, yeah, for sure. But it, it wasn't as bad as I was bracing for. I will, I will, sure. I will give the movie that, but yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it is, it's just weird that we don't talk about this movie because yeah. I think this is one of the it's, best it's, action films ever made. It's weird that it's almost impossible to find it online to watch. Yeah. Yeah. And again, it, and it's this been, it's be, been that way for years. Right. And this should really be considered like, this is top. Just, again, this is one of, top, in my opinion, it's one of Arnold's best movies easily. Yeah. A hundred percent. And it's one of Cameron's best movies. And again, just talking about the action, the action is incredible. It's pretty awesome. I think it's actually a little before it's time too. It's um, right. That was another th- a thing that was striking me as I was watching it this time. It had been several years since I'd seen it uh, before rewatching it for this episode. It, it feels like it feels like 10 years more modern than it is. It feels like a yeah. movie that came out maybe 15 years ago, you know? Yeah. No, it feels some of the humor and some of the it's a little superhero-ish and what yeah. I mean by that is the humor is a little meta, mm-hmm. um more subtly meta. It's 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 just a a very ambitious film. The pacing is bizarre. It is. Um and yet it works because the movie I mean, for people who've seen it, they know famously just, and I, I mean, I guess for, I forget this every time, it just halts the story to tell a completely other story for like 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, this side plot with Arnold and his wife, it, and that's sort of the catch of it. Like it's, it's almost like something like Barbarian. Where it, it, where it's like that's it's designed for that reason. Right. So it's, it's one not of my, bad. One of my favorite things about it is it begins like a straightforward action movie where he's like devil may care, super spy. Um, yeah. Something happens to wound his ego. He's losing losing his family. So the movie completely changes into this funny kind of comedy of this ultra paranoid dude gaslighting his wife basically yeah but he so you have completely forgotten about the bad guys and then the bad guys burst in and drag him back into the action movie that was in progress it's he does he's doing a bad job right he's right he's he's completely on tilt and i want to talk about that so much in technically not arnold but like i love that when the bad guys kick the door in when he's doing the little dance scene with jamie lee curtis as her quote-unquote covert mission it's like literally the bad guys kicking in the door in our brains too because it's like hey remember us there's a fucking there's a fucking nuclear threat going on while you're doing yeah. this you forget again he should be super fired oh yeah um, he should be in prison his boss his boss cheston is just like you need to figure this out before someone bombs the white house and then he just completely forgets yep um and that's again the point it's it's a it's very meta it's a little cartoonish in that way it's almost we just covered last action hero tonally i actually think it's similar because you have this idea that like the I married Rambo stuff where it's, he is over the top action guy to the point that it's, it's made to be funny. Right. Right. Like the he's opening Im- scene Im- is he's impossibly adept. Yeah. yeah. And it's and the whole world is silly. Like the opening scene feels yeah. like an Archer episode. Yes. It's very yeah. Archer. 
<laughs> he scuba dives in and then takes off his scuba do- suit and he's wearing a perfect tux. He he he's he's really smooth talking. And then there's like yeah, like ski skiing henchmen that I guess are on call. And it's it's in like death is meaningless. You know, like he can't die. That's the thing they establish right away. It's like he can he says all the right things and he can't die. So what's gonna be the actual challenge? It's going to be an emotional challenge. It's going to be a personal challenge between him and his family. Yeah. And that's such a good idea when they know, when you know, like, it doesn't matter. Death is meaningless. Jamie Lee Curtis drops a gun and it kills everybody rolling right. down the She steps. kills so many men in that one right. instant. She they, kills like that, 12 men. She, like, she probably, yeah. like, a, a scene before that is when Arnold's on the truth serum and she asks him if he's ever killed anyone. He's like, yeah, but they were all bad. So, yeah. like, one scene later, she's probably come, like, within 60% of tying his record, right? Like, she killed 12 men. He's probably killed what? Actually, no. We see him kill, like, 30 in the opening oh, scene. So, he's uh, yeah, probably killed, like, 300 people in the oh, past Oh, yeah. In year. his career? Like, who knows? Right. His career, it's probably, like, rushing yards. It's, like, thousands right. of men. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, that's the point, right? Is like... They knew right away, okay, there's no stakes here. The action is amazing, don't get me wrong, but they know we're making a superhero film. Uh, he's a superhero. Right, and all, like Arnold's always in control, pretty much. The bad guys are scared of him. It's very, right. yeah. And the best superhero films are the ones that focus on different stakes, emotional stakes, and that's what this does. It's right, not, it's, you, can't, you can't test the hero with the thing that they're incredible at, or else it's not a test. Right. Yeah, so... Again, very before its time. Yeah. Um, and the action. My fucking the, God. The, the Key West bridge scene. Holy it's shit, It's one of the Dave. best action sequences Holy ever. Holy shit, Dave. <laughs> yeah. What's, uh, so what's nuts about the... So uh, if you haven't seen this movie, just go s- see it. Um, Watch the, it. Be, be prepared for some light mid-90s racism. Yes, of it's course. Not, it's, not, it's, 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 both, not, it's not super overt, but it is there. This so. movie is both somehow pre nine eleven and post nine eleven. Yeah, simultaneously, yeah. <laughs> it has like the the it's it's as naive as pre nine eleven, but it's as racist as post nine eleven. Um, it it's weird. Um, it uh, yeah, that's you know. It's, I did appre- it, it, I did appreciate I did appreciate that the bad guys detonate a test nuke to ship like that you know they don't right like i also yeah, like anyway. the main bad guy i kind of think he's cool like that's weird to say well, he's but, a, like, well he also has like legitimate grievances <laughs> yeah but they they make him like like when he's firing guns he's kind of an, a- an action star like there's a shot where he ha- takes up the bazooka and he throws his gun to another guy kicks a box open and, and swings grabs it, the, it and up yeah yeah and, it, and it's just like oh this guy's so fucking cool right and then um, after the explosion it cuts back to him and he pumps his face he's like yeah yeah. So it's like, oh, yeah, he's yeah. just like he's kind of like Arnold. <laughs> like, I think I don't know if it was Cameron who did it or or, or if actor, it was the actor. Uh, Art, but like Art, Art Malik, I believe, is how you pronounce his name. Oh, word. Um, but <clears throat> like he knew to give him a depth there to make him interesting um, and fun to watch, and he is. Yeah, um, I think I think it's pretty. I don't want to. Yeah, obviously, I don't want to give Cameron more more credit than than he would deserve for that. But I, that's present in a lot of his movies, where he knows to give a little bit of character to the to the bad guy. And right. of course, and I, this this actor is so great in this role. He's he's right. very he's a very like you said. He's got even though like the they introduce him with a you know an anti save the cat moment where he slaps the shit out of Tia Carrera. <laughs> so yeah. it's like you're yeah. immediately like oh I don't like this guy, but then they make him cool. 
Right. Like, he's, still a, he's still a villain. He's right. Still, he's still a he's villain. Yeah. Loses, but yeah. He's 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 like he's formidable. Um, yeah. Which is nice, and he's he's crafty. I don't know, James Cameron. I feel like I don't know how much of an actor director he is. He certainly seems to trust the instinct of his actors. It feels like, at least, you know, like I don't know if he's if he's just going to actors and being like, yes, do I will, do that. That's a good idea. Or if he has the ideas, I don't know. I will say that Arnold is never as good as he is. It, it, well, I won't not say that, but Arnold is really good in 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 Cameron movies in a way that yes. he's not in his other action movies. Um, yeah. and also fucking no, I don't I don't think I can think of anybody else who let Bill Paxton go off the chain as much. As, yes, like James Cameron yeah. is the reason Bill Paxton has a career because he's- because he let him just do what Bill Paxton does, and you don't really get right. to see that in too many other movies until like Predator Two. But that Predator Two. Bill Paxton, they cast him based on Aliens and all all of his Jim Cameron movies. Right, of course. Yeah. So I think there's 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 probably something in it. I I think I probably agree with that. Yeah, with with what you said. There's a magic here. There's a magic here between them, and I don't know exactly what that magic is. I just know that it's there. Yeah. Um, Because, you know, we weren't there. We didn't Everybody has their, every every filmmaker has their collaborators that they, you know, everybody has their core team that they just click with. Right. I'm sure we'll talk about it more in the next segment, but I, I do want to stress, like, just going through the action scenes, there's the one that, there's the horse, um, and, well, there's the bathroom scene. Bathroom scene, that alone is really good. Um, he, he adds all the elements you need, right? You have an old man in one of the stalls, so you have, like, the comedy. Um, you have you have that constant Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of, like, apologizing for the situation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the it's shootout like, sorry the f- sorry yeah he has these steps he never has like the uh, like game as much but he has these like he's really good with the pacing with like he fights this guy he puts his head in the urinal he says cool off he he grabs him to handcuff him the bad guy comes in he shoots arnold has to jump then we get the stall situation where he's going stall to stall and then arnold has to fling across the room to get a gun once he gets that gun the bad guy no longer has the upper hand so he has to retreat like it's it's all these causes and effects they both have to reload at that point we have a moment a beat it's a good Um, it's a tug of war and a lot of these yeah a lot of this i mean not a lot of the sequences have this but this one definitely does yeah and then and then you do the bit with tom arnold where he shoots at tom arnold and it misses every time because again he knows that it's like it, it's about the spectacle here it doesn't we don't need to feel scared for tom arnold it's funny it's still funny then of course it's like he gets on a motorcycle what should arnold get on oh a horse obviously where should they go oh get them to go inside a fucking hotel um and go to the top floor like that's that's such a great escalation well yeah and he then chases the bad him, guy like across town through like a mall i think through the subway right. i think and then into the hotel and then something that i think a lot of modern um action um doesn't understand is he gives the bad guy the upper hand the bad guy is essentially the action hero of this sequence because he jumps the fucking building into a pool he does the big grand stunt not arnold and arnold fails it because his horse gets scared and then he does a bit with a horse and that's great if he had jumped that horse off that building (laughs) there would be a dead horse and a dead super spy in the street below 
and that it's horse was not character. making that show. Yeah, it does. Right. It's such a good idea that yeah. Arnold is about to do something incredibly impulsive and stupid. Right. To something the point that, that will that obviously horse, fail. Yeah. Yeah. The horse has to stop him. That's great. Yeah. That's so good. What a and uh, and this is of course downtown LA. For some reason they want us to think Washington, Washington DC is filled with skyscrapers. Skyscrapers. <laughs> but whatever. Um great fucking sequence. It's so good. Yeah, and then the Key West one, uh again. An, I an incredible. Can't, I can't say enough about the Key West sequence. That this is like my f- man. Top, and they did top the five stunt, favorite right? sequences in film. Oh yeah, that's practical. They had yeah, they had Jamie Lee Curtis. I, I guess she was like strapped to Arnold. Well, and I, I'm sure the wides. I'm sure the wides were stunt people. Yes, but there's a couple close-ups where I I remember like watching a special on it, um, and yep. how they like just shot her hanging from. I don't think it was Arnold's arm actually. I bet it was just a stuntman's arm. I'm sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, but there is there there is that shot, the uh, reverse shot of her hanging out of the bottom of the helicopter. That yeah, as far as I know, that's they they did that. Um, and I do remember yeah. I do remember seeing the TV special that you talked about. Um, oh yeah, and so like yeah, yeah, that and, idea and of this of course, limousine yeah, yeah. that goes out of control, and she has to get, and they do it. Oh, he doesn't yank her out. The limousine falls from under her. That's so fucking good. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all done practically because this time we didn't have the ability to. It's such a. But also, James Cameron would know better, I feel like. Man, that shot. Uh, this this is stunt people, but this is. Yeah. Th- that The shot where the car drops out from under her and she's holding onto Arnold's arm and the helicopter lifts off as the limousine falls off the bridge of the ocean. That's a, the coolest fucking shot, Dave. Yeah. My God. It's like Fury Road. It's like Fury it's Road. It's awesome. Shot. Yeah. Yeah. This scene is awesome. It's so good. Um, and and it, it like there's, of course, she has to fight in the limousine. Yeah, she's got to fight too. Arnold Guerrero. has to swoop in. And again, Arnold's, Arnold's not doing much. He's sort of an assist in this scene. Yeah, it's, mo- it's, um, it's about Jamie Lee Curtis. Right, because the other half of this is they're creating a buddy comedy. And of course, a buddy comedy, you need one of the people to be like freaking out, being like, I can't fucking believe any of this is happening. And what what a great basic premise of a of a top secret james bond spy who doesn't tell his family that he's that and his wife goes on an adventure with him and learns like that's such a good fucking yeah and man, adventure she's so good it only happens it. in the last half too yeah she it, it does she, she kind of I, I i don't like obviously arnold is doing an amazing job but she if she she works so well, I don't know if the film would have worked as oh no. Good I mean, without her, do we wait until definitely not Arnold? Yeah, to talk about probably. Her? Okay. Yeah, all right. Because I have a lot but I want to say about Jamie Lee. In this they, movie. Yeah, they should have done more films together because their fucking charisma is off the charts. Yeah, and she's great. Um, I can't I can't understand why she didn't do more. I mean, I can't understand why she didn't do more. I take that fucking right out of my mouth. Right. Um, I was about to say I can't understand why she didn't do more Cameron movies. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, she should have though. I don't know. Maybe he sucks. Oh, yeah. Maybe he sucked uh, to her. I don't know. I mean, he's a real pain in the ass. <laughs> he's he a legendary movies, pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah. And here's what's nuts is that um, the Florida Keys scene, you're like, wow. All right. Fade out. Credits. And they're like, mm, we got one more thing. And it's a fight on top of a Harrier jet. And that is such a good idea for an action sequence. Um, just fucking arnold spinning around a skyscraper on a jet 
trying to save his daughter, people jumping on it, him firing the bad guy from a missile, saying, you're fired. Yep. Into That's, a helicopter full of the other bad guys. That is so fucking good. <laughs> That's After they've already had Arnold. A, a nuke has already gone off. He smooches his wife to a nuke. Yep. And you're like, how how can this get any more awesome? And I mean, they're like, oh, the, we know. We I, know. Love, I love the fucking balls out blatant symbolism of that. It's like right as they smooch, the mushroom cloud goes off. And it's like, ah, the spark has been reignited. But it's a mushroom yeah. cloud this time. <laughs> Yeah, the, I love I it, where, Dave. <laughs> I love it too. I want to talk about. We should talk about it in the next segment, actually. So okay. I'll wait. Um, but yeah, that Harrier jet <laughs> nailing him in the balls, just r- wrecking the bad guy, firing from a missile, which is ridiculously irresponsible, by the way. Oh yeah, that, <laughs> he that doesn't hel- know where that missile is going to go. <laughs> and also, that helicopter is coming, screaming and flaming, and all of its twisted wreckage down oh, yeah. the street below. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he fired a missile over a city. He did. He did yeah, terrorisms. He sure did. He did some yeah, light terrorism. No one told him to do that. He he really needs to go to jail. Right? He that's, stole. That's he one. stole a military aircraft. Yeah, and then <laughs> fired a missile in a city. Uh, it's nuts. Uh, but that sequence, my God, no. um, they do they do good work with the daughter as well of showing how like. Like her parents are both maniacs, so yeah, she I like I believe that she would grab that key and run because I'm like, well, this is a family of maniacs. It turns out, so yeah, it works. Should we talk about technically not Arnold? I think we should. All right, I want to bring this up. So I have a question for you: mm-hmm. Is this only one of two movies he did with James Cameron? Well, he did three technically well oh terminator 2 is james cameron yeah, sorry he did two terminators sorry. and a true lies i think that's okay. it that's it okay all right um terminator 2 kind of makes up for this a little bit but i couldn't help but to think about terminator 1 and this movie um because both have nukes in it right um and like the nuke scene for example in terminator and Terminator nukes are, of course, bad, right? Terminator Two as well. Nukes are terrifying. And this, he uses a nuke as like a fun punctuation on the scene. And I, I think that's a very, I don't know. I love that comparison. Or another version is in Terminator One. Arnold breaks a window in that movie. He also breaks a window in this movie. Um, and it's two ridiculously different tones to those scenes. And I guess I want to talk about how Arnold Schwarzenegger is being used by James Cameron in these two movies at the beginning and not the end of his career, but at like at the a peak, peak of his career at the peak for sure. Is that James Cameron used Arnold in that first movie to play basically a slab of meat and, and metal. Like he's has no personality. That's the point. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is how Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of, his early career was right. He, when he plays an action guy and this is also eighties action where the action hero is always like kind of the butt of the joke. They're always weird, you know, like commando. He's like running around with those logs at the beginning. Maniac. Yeah. They're not real people. Um, they're basically murder robots like the Terminator. And I think it's interesting to now watch James Cameron do another Schwarzenegger film. And we kind of have the exact opposite. And it's almost like James Cameron is like, Sorry, Arnold. Like, I, I kind of typecast you as, like, emotionless straight man. Let's have you be, like, a suave, charming, clever spy who has a very real and grounded family life. Like, that is that is um, a really great, like, evolution of where Arnold had 
had gotten at this point to me as like he's a human in this. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? To a degree, he is. But yes, no, I understand what I mean. He's three dimensional, right? That's the, that's the thing about this movie is it's it's silly, it's over the top, it's cartoony. But the humans, the people, are uh, real emotional people who react the way people would to these situations as much as they can for the most I mean, part yeah i mean yeah. this this is it's heightened reality this is a superhero movie like you said 100 percent. but like to just have cameron he's so arnold's so expressive in this he um, is i what i uh, what i like about arnold is that he's he has a different kind of arc too because the arc begins with him being awesome and he sort of has to not learn humility but learn he makes room for his family and his wife. Yeah, world. and he's like kind of not likable in the first half of the movie. Like yeah. he's he's blatantly flirting with Tia Carrera to the point that that almost blows the mission. And right. in my he's mind, horny. I didn't notice this before. In my mind, because Tia Carrera is so quickly connected to the villains by by the filmmaking, like they immediately not immediately, but they pretty quickly show us she's a bad guy. Right. So in my mind, I sort of always remembered it as oh he stops and flirts with her because he's securing her as a potential source because he recognized he realizes she's working with the bad guys no he i didn't notice it before i didn't remember it but i noticed this time where he pushes back when tom arnold and um uh grant heslov come to him and are like she's fucking bent she's crooked he's like no she cannot be she's an art an art dealer right (laughs) so he was just blatantly flirting flirting with with this hot ass woman because he's enjoying the life of being a super spy and forgetting about his family all at home. And that is, yeah. that is his attitude right up until the point he discovers that his wife may be cheating on him. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it just tears his fucking life open. Right. And, and he, from there and on, he completely goes on tilt to the point where it escalates. You know, he's, he's putting bugs on her phone. He's following her. And then it escalates to the point where he pulls agents off of the main mission of watching the bad guys to yeah. follow his wife to Bill Paxton's trailer. And the movie actually shifts that attention because it, up until that point, his wife and his daughter are just, they're, ba- they're barely in it. And it seems like it's going to be a buddy movie between Arnold and Tom Arnold. Right. Exactly. The Arnold's. Yeah. And then Arnold and then, to Arnold. Yeah. <laughs> they should make that movie. They but should. It can't be this one. Um, and then they share the action too. That's part of it is yep. Jamie Lee Curtis gets more and more of the action as does her daughter. Um, it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a neat little game, uh, like a little, uh, shift that they're doing. And yeah, like I, I couldn't help but imagine a horror movie version of this, like the guest where it's like secret agent James Bond then gets like, completely on tilt about his wife cheating on him and goes on a rampage and becomes a nightmare yeah yeah but and he kind of does become a nightmare in this again there's so it's weird because i was i was thinking at first this character one of the neat things about it is it doesn't really need to be played by arnold and what i mean by that is it doesn't really need to be played by a muscle man no it doesn't like pierce brosnan could have played this role yeah um he's more trying to be suave and charming um Again, he's clever. The first scene is about how he's clever and smart. He speaks perfect Arabic, as we're told. Um, <laughs> it's a very funny joke in the subtitles. Yeah. I'm guessing that they do that because 
His his accent. The reality must, is the opposite. His accent must be nuts. I was thinking about yeah. that when we were watching when I was watching it for, for this episode where he's speaking, you know, all these different languages to people. Like because right. you know that we made the point at the beginning of this episode that one of Arnold's catchphrases is a noise, and it's like one of yeah. his biggest ac- assets as an actor as like a pop culture figure is his accent and it is so distinct so <laughs> that must sound wild you know just as wild in other languages you know yeah what I mean? absolutely <laughs> yeah that so, guy's gotta be like what the fuck what is the that, fuck is that? well because as soon as he says that the guy immediately calls security and that's when arnold has to yeah. flee <laughs> well yeah, at least actually that's mean. he's supposed to flee but that's when he starts doing the tango with tia carrera right um and so yeah like uh, it's very va- bond him saying sorry to civilians too mm-hmm. felt very bond where he's trying to be polite mm-hmm. like he's playing a, a secret agent he's playing a suave secret agent um and he's very act first think later you know um right he almost jumps a horse off a skyscraper <laughs> right again and it all it all works for his character because of what he does right, because, because he's of the darkness he invites in his life right he's single-minded to the point of being oblivious and that's his character yeah yeah, and they they do a very good job at what you're saying, where it's like he's not really a good guy. He's, he's not. not. He doesn't listen to Jamie Lee Curtis when no, they're hanging out. No, he doesn't. He doesn't seem to care about his family at all. Like when he when he, he gives comes, he gives his daughter a present that Tom Arnold bought for her. Like yeah, he forgets his wedding <laughs> it's like, ring. It's they make it clear that Tom Arnold's his handler. Um, so like it's not like unusual that like Tom Arnold will be like okay here's your here's a here's your cover story for the weekend here's all the stuff here's this gift that you should have bought oh by the here's your wedding ring you almost fucking forgot that shit like Tom Arnold like withholds him from it for a little bit in that scene because remember he's letting him walk inside and then he says yeah he's yeah, like yeah you forget something forget something buddy like he's trying mm-hmm. to point out to him that he's he's not paying attention to his family but like. It's so at the same time, the movie is pointing out to us. It's like his handler, his weird, thrice divorced, kind of crass friend knows more about his family than he does. Yep. And then his reaction is what a team. So he doesn't even he doesn't. It goes right past. It goes right right over him. Does not catch the significance of that. (laughs) Right. And he starts slowly noticing his family's falling up. Yeah. falling apart they're pulling his, he's lo- his daughter he's who by the way is, a, is eliza uh Dushku. eliza Dushku, yeah yeah um and i don't know if this is her first role but i'm not um, sure but it's definitely i think it's it's the first movie i ever saw her in yeah uh <clears throat> she's stealing from tom arnold she sure is. Um, yeah she's going she's she's and that you get this idea tom arnold which we'll talk about the great darkness within his oh, character oh man yeah Tom Arnold has always been the most divorced man. Like his oh, as yeah. an actor, it's yeah. like it exudes, he looks divorced. It exudes from his every pore. Yeah, and they play into that. And I'm, Tom I'm, Arnold sh- I'm sure he is, would be the first person to agree with that description oh, yeah. of himself. And I mean, yeah, in this movie, he's basically he's Arnold's future is the idea. Yeah, because he's just like, yeah, welcome to your future, man. This is what you'll you're gonna be. You're gonna be this husk of a man like me. Um, and, and and it makes sense because of the career and like mm-hmm. it, it, it does present an impossible situation that can only be solved by the most ridiculous of uh plot i, I guess well, plot holes it's not the, the, the idea that jamie curtis is a spy at the end is very is very oh, silly it's, it's ridiculous obviously it's it's, yeah. a, it's a fantasy movie but like the conflict is not i don't i wouldn't call the conflict impossible be, uh, yeah that's fair but it is very very common 
I think, well, what they do, the reveal they do, which I really like, because she's he finds out she's cheating on her. He goes to bring her to lunch, and he thinks that's going to smooth over him missing his own birthday party that yeah. they spent a lot of time. And so, again, he's oblivious, and then he just gets gut-punched by this idea that she's cheating on him, and, like, it completely throws off his shit. But I think what what truly is the thing that does it is later, the, the, obviously, the striptease scene, when he realizes that what well, no it's when he starts asking her about it it's all right it's a few stages cuz he realizes she's cheating on him but then she realizes that he realizes that she's as amazing of a liar as he is yeah. like when he asks her about her day and she makes up this lie on the spot that is similar you know, it's similar to his lie because not only right. is she making up a lie on the spot that has a lot of detail but it's about something that is so goddamn boring, you tune out while you're listening to it. And that's, exactly. a, that's a huge part of his cover story, because he's right. supposed to be a computer salesman. And then the striptease scene, he sort of realizes, like, she's also could do my job. Like, she's good at this. She could do some like, of she's, this, yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah. she's she's can handle herself. And so it becomes these stages of, like... That it, they do a good job at presenting this idea of like, yeah, she could be a spy by the end because you you're like because it's, yeah, it's a, in this it's a gradual world, it's a gradual step as each. I mean, we're basically getting to Jamie Lee at this point. <laughs> yeah, we are, but it's hard not to talk about know, her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but in terms of his character, I just think it's there's this like very long slow burn arc that he's going through with his relationship with his family of these right. people that he sort of he sort of wrote off. And then yeah. they become, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's really good because it, he basically starts as a very two dimensional character mm-hmm. and we keep adding dimensions to him. Yeah. And until and he feels by the end, like a pretty fleshed out person. It's yeah. Great. It's, it, it's, pre- it's a, I don't know. It's a nice moment when it, it, it sort of culminates um, when he's, sh- th- she's struggling to get out of the limo and it's careening all the road. He's trying to grab her and they just can't. And he finally just looks her in the eye and says, come on, baby. And she like just grab. And it, that's it's such an awesome moment. That's what it's all it, what it all built to. Yeah. And then they, they grab hands and the fucking it's the shot where the limo falls out from under her and they lift her up out of the helicopter. It's awesome, Dave. It's awesome. Awesome. It's, arc. Uh, it, it's hard to it's hard to. There's so few action films like this. And what I mean by that is take this, take this film, remove the Jamie Lee Curtis stuff, remove his family. You would still probably get a middle of the road action film, right? But the, it would be an hour and a half and the arc would just be, we have to get the bad guy. Maybe he has a love interest. Maybe she gets in danger. That's, and so like, just, it's so nice to watch an action film. That's like, let's put a whole other dimension to this and give him this really like cool character arc throughout, um, on top of this kind of, you know, like whatever action. What I mean by that is like, it's a pretty boilerplate action movie. Yeah, he has to stop terrorists from yeah, blowing something from up. From blowing up the, uh, yeah, dropping a nuke. That's There's a million That's movies it. that have done that since, you know, the 70s. Right. It's such a fucking fresh. It's still fresh. Like, that's what's wild about it. Like, you look at a movie like White House Down, which is a movie I, I enjoy. Um, but you you look at, like, what is the arc in that? It's like, oh, he's got to win his daughter's fucking respect. And it's like, yeah. <laughs> That feels like most action movies again. It that's one I would say that's a higher tier arc, right? You know, it's like it's, Die yeah. Hard tends to be all, uh, not. I mean, I'll, I'll just go ahead and lump that in with Die Hard. Die Hard tends to be a higher tier arc, right? Where they do a little more than some, you know. 
I would put Die Hard pretty close to this. Yeah, I just I'm talking about like yeah the character arcs themselves where it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. you you have you have your real basic ones your real forgettable ones where they barely give them an arc it's usually a romance then you have your like I I would say Die Hard there's probably a few steps before Die Hard but Die Hard does a lot more work it has more fleshed mm-hmm. out side characters has a more and it le- like, it leans into the character the hero's faults like this movie yeah. does. Die Hard with a Vengeance, it's basically Samuel Jackson like calling him racist most of the movie. <laughs> and it's like, that's awesome. <laughs> like, yeah. And he's got a hangover. He, yeah, he, and he's got a hangover. He says he got, he's on suspension and he fucked up his marriage again. <laughs> like, yeah. he's, I love, uh, they, they, that's they, a great movie. Yeah, they really jettison it in the fourth one and just make him a superhero. But I love that third one where he's just so, yeah. he's such a disaster of a man. <laughs> oh, yeah. But the fourth one had the right instinct of like, put, team him up with fucking a nerd that he doesn't respect sure and yeah. have and have his daughter be just as fucking fierce as him like they 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 understood a little bit of the assignment i yeah. would say yeah it's not the, the but, fourth one's not terrible but i think this is like top tier yeah, oh, true yeah. lies true lies and and sure. arnold i mean he's fucking great in this we should talk about side characters i feel like we're we yeah, already are we are yeah let's jamie lee curtis Jamie Lee Curtis, Jamie obviously. Lee Curtis. I mean, I don't. So I don't think she qualifies because I don't think she's a side character. She's not. But, but where, where do we talk about her? Oh, I don't a, know. Because we have to. <laughs> we have to. I mean, again, the, it, the 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 key is that she's a maniac because otherwise she would have super divorced Harry after he kidnapped and interrogated her. Um, uh, like it went so far when he, when he fucking he uses a SWAT so team. far over the top and is has her in an interrogation room grilling her about her sex life. It's like, dude, right. what are you doing? Yeah. yeah, that's like you have to make her an adrenaline junkie who's just as fucking uh, fucked up as him. Yeah. And then again, I think they earned the idea that their daughter would steal this nuke key and run because that's one of those things where it's like if it was any other character, I'd be like why would no one would do that no hostage would do that but i i like I, I had a moment where i was like that's not realistic is it and then i thought about her parents and this and i'm like all right yeah i can buy it she gets on a crane like imagine being a terrorist and and your hostage does that you've, like what are the fucking odds they're really having lost, a terrible time you're having such a bad time you've really lost control <laughs> there yeah like come <laughs> like, the fuck as on. he's climbing up that crane after he must be thinking that he's like god damn it man I really- yeah Fuck. I really fucked with the wrong family. I guess we should have tied them up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> like, we mentioned the main villain. Um, he is, he again, he is pretty cool. Like him, he jumps on that Harrier jet. Like he makes risks. He's an action star. Oh, as yeah. Well. He's, he's ballsy, man. He's, he has, have, he has, he has uh, legitimate grievances. Yeah. <laughs> but I he's also smaller. a bad guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a bad he's, guy. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. They were all bad. They were um, all bad. Do do you have? I have some like um, small characters, but uh, do you have anybody you want to shout out? I mean, there's two obvious ones. Yeah, um, uh, there's Simon and and Faisal. Yeah, so Bill Paxton. Yeah, let's just get it out of the way. It's the role he was born to play. Oh yeah. He's a used car salesman who is, uh, lying his ass off to women to try to get laid. And by his own admission, it doesn't work most of the time. It doesn't work. And here's the best part. At the end, we learn he's still doing, it. he's still doing it. 
to me. <laughs> he he gets so this movie comes to a screeching halt for Bill Paxton. It, oh, everybody man. clears the way. Everybody takes a seat and goes, "All right, Bill it's Paxton, a it's everyone. a they have an entire like, genuinely. It, it sounds yeah. like it sounds like Dave's being a, a superlative for comedy, but there's genuinely a scene where it's every other main character all just sitting in awe of Bill Paxton. Yes. It's, he goes to meet Jamie Lee Curtis and Arnold and Tom Arnold are listening on the listening device. So it's the three of them just sitting there in awe of him for an entire scene. Right. It's incredible. And they pre- I love they present him as, oh, is this guy a, We don't a know. Spook? Yeah, is we he- don't know at first. Yeah. And then we just learn, like, no, he's a complete dead end, but we're going to... He has a prop suitcase that he uses to pick up women. Um, again, this is full of like plane tickets when, like, and like f- money from other, it's, it's probably like $20 and like money from Copenhagen, yeah. but it's like foreign currency. He, he does the <laughs> and work. And a pellet gun. He does the work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it's just enough. We're 40 minutes in when the movie should really like pick up and we have this and I, I'm so happy. He has the mustache, the mustache, the mustache, um, man, he, it's not just that he just does this. He also proudly talks to other men about how he does it. As we learn, he just tells Schwarzenegger, it's amazing he hasn't been murdered by a husband before. Like, he just tells everybody. Yeah. Um, the fucking, if not for me, do Listen, it for your country. He was trying to sell uh, a Corvette, man. I don't <laughs> Yeah. He told all that stuff to Arnold. It's Yeah, incredible. the do it for your country line. Yeah. Holy shit. And then he gets... <laughs> kidnapped by a SWAT team he's never told what he did like he never told actually what was happening he just thinks he got accidentally mistaken for a real spy yes yes that is Um, what that is what they lead him to believe yeah and he never learns differently he gets brought to a dam and convinced that he will be murdered yeah they're like he is terrified and throw his body 400 feet down into a dam and if this was any other movie if this was like a sopranos episode that's what would happen yes that is a thousand percent they, it would be it would be christopher and fucking polly walnuts arguing about how to get rid of his body yeah exactly <laughs> and i can't stress enough after that a year later he's doing it again mm-hmm. he <laughs> learned that is, nothing that's that commitment <laughs> he learned nothing he's still t- taking real things in the news and taking credit for it incredible <laughs> fucking he- what a her- hero and as far what as a, he knows as far as he knows what happened to him a year ago is that he accidentally took credit for real spy shit and almost was murdered for it yep and he was like you know what worth it enough time has passed i gotta get laid <laughs> yeah what a fucking maniac He's oh my god incredible man incredible and i love uh, this i love the small detail that he lives in an it just he lives in squalor so he spends yeah. all of his money on his inventory at his used car lot and maintaining this fantasy because his his ultimate goal is to take um jamie lee curtis on a trip on a several day trip with him across europe yeah fuck so trip. that's not cheap yeah, so, or he was just going to fuck her, and then he was going to just go, I got to go. Well, right, but I mean, and the plane tickets themselves are expensive. Oh, he, you're right. He, yeah. he bought two of them, and it's like he's living in in, in a in a junked out. Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, uh, mobile home that he's not taken care of. Like, he has, he clearly has no money, but he has all these incredibly nice cars, including this Corvette he keeps taking out to try to land women. And there he's spending been... money on Paris tickets. <laughs> I just like I, I just liked that detail about him. Oh, yeah. 
on the subject of Bill Paxson, they could have made a Nightcrawler type film about him. Yes, like he is, yeah. he is ruining himself in the yeah. pursuit of married women. <laughs> yeah, what what a fucking what a hero, man. Um, also, Dark is Tom Arnold's character. Oh, for Just, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, like him talking about his wife stole his ice cube trays. That it's one of those things where like. The whole time I'm like, well, what did you do? Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. He he tells him that his daughter is probably stealing money to pay for an abortion. Mm-hmm. Well, why say that to Arnold Schwarzenegger? He could punch you in the throat. Yeah, he could just he helps you. his friend kidnap his cheating wife to set up a, an elaborate sex game with him. That's what he does. He sets up a fuck game for his friend with his wife. Right, because do you remember um, why? Uh, be, I assume because he's well they're, just, they're, they're being, oh he blackmails he, them when it, when it starts to get real serious when he when yeah he, he's like dude you're pulling agents off an active op i have to stop you and he's like i will blow the, i will blackmail you because i know you blew a mission getting a blowjob one time that's so nuts what so, a yeah. nuts fucking guy yeah. <laughs> this agency needs to be shut down D- dave there would be like a multi-season documentary series about yeah. the, the downfall and scandal of this agency yeah oh my god <laughs> Later in the film, they give Tom Arnold a gun, and I immediately felt unsafe in my own house. I was he just sh- like, no, don't give him a gun. He shoots at Bill Paxton. I know. Remember, he's it's like, weird. get lost, dipshit. Yeah, it's, at it's, his feet. it terrifies me. <laughs> um, but talking about the agency, I also have to talk about Cheston. I would, yeah, um, I want to talk about Cheston, and I want to talk about Faisal, who is, uh, uh, or Faisal, who is Grant Heslov. Yeah. Um, Cheston is in a swivel chair with a fucking with iPad. With a goddamn iPad, Dave. <laughs> They, they have put him for one Cheston in an eye patch for I don't know 130 seconds. <laughs> yeah. What a terrible <laughs> workplace he's created. Like it, it's I mean I, it's he, the workplace that so could on only edge. have been created by Charlton Heston in an eye patch. Yes, 100%. Yeah. It's like Team America. Like it's it's over the top spy uh world and he's just like he's just he's chewing the fucking scenery. Um, it's so unnecessary. Like you don't really need this scene. That's what's wild about it. It's like you could have a scene where he's getting a debriefing or, or rather a briefing about um, the bad guy by someone other than Cheston in an eye patch in this elaborate room. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love the flavor it adds, but what a fucking ridiculous character. Yeah. I want to know everything about him. Yeah. I want to know. I, I'm sh- I assume he started the agency. Yeah. <laughs> the Omega Force or whatever it's called. Yeah. I wonder about him. I wonder about Janice, the security maniac, who ha- seems to have no friends, doesn't trust anyone, and it's part of her job to, like, she's ready to blow your brains out if yeah. you don't pass the fucking security check. Do you, Have you seen security checks at, like, a power plant? Yeah, I imagine it's it's, it's pretty, It's pretty similar. But it's amazing because it's like right, she lives she's just, just this life of solitude right, at she, work at least. She just looks like a, a normal person, like a cubicle worker. <laughs> but she's yeah. this stone cold fucking assassin guarding right. the inner her, sanctum. Her job is to just never trust her co-workers. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Uh, who else? Her job is to be ready to kill whoever tries to go through that door. Right. Um, I want to talk about Grant Heslov as Faisal. Is he right. is the other guy in the van with Tom Arnold that has like in the first scene he has, he's just like everybody's a bona fide maniac, but he has yeah. that scene where he's hacking into whatever and stealing information. Like, okay, I've got my hand up her dress and I am going right. he's like, just copy the goddamn files. 
So he he's such a I yeah, love I love his pervert. little like right his little like maniac debriefings. He has one of my favorite lines in the entire movie. It's in Is that it the sand spider. The sand spider. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's in the Cheston scene. <laughs> Where he's probably because of it. He's, what is it? It's he's giving Cheston the debrief, um, and and they're talking about the bad guy, and they're like they call him the Sand Spider, and Cheston says, "Now why is that? Probably because it sounds scary." But he says yeah. it like so officially. It's really good. Like we've exa- we've exhausted our intel, and this is this is the answer we've come up with. He's kind of amazing because I'm rooting for him the whole movie because oh, yeah. he has his own little arc. He does. He's the guy in the van, and then he gets to actually kill some bad guys at and, the end. And he—that's the yeah, that's what I was kind of building to. It's like yeah, he's this kind of weirdo guy in the van, and then he stone cold fucking smokes like four dudes. They do this thing, and I I think it's a really smart idea, which is that they all seem like schmoes, like Tom Arnold, yeah, and him. Um, but then you realize like yeah, they went through the same training. They're just like they're not. They're just less like good at it as arnold so right. they're the people in the van but they can fucking handle themselves um they're they're just as good right these are all like secret agents yeah it's a cool idea yeah um shout out to the little wiener the little shit dog they have oh, <laughs> and he has to walk and drags along dragging through little the rain. piece of shit dog yeah <laughs> he's so mad it's so funny um low battery henchman i love because low, oh man i love low battery henchman that's one of my favorite arcs. It's a small arc, which is it's like its own little short film. He's filming the bad guy giving his like manifesto. Battery goes off and he has a moment where he's like, do I pretend to keep filming? Right. Because like because the bad guy is on a roll. Like, yeah, he's, he's like fucking he's delivering the, the speech of a lifetime. And this fucking nervous ass henchman starts shaking more and more. <laughs> yeah, and it's that moment of realizing, like, I'm if I pretend, I'm gonna get in more trouble right. later. Is it like worth, that's the right? It's, it's every yeah. conf- it's every argument you ever had in your head when you were a kid about do I yeah. tell them that I did this or and this actor is given the performance of a and, lifetime uh, and fucking the bad guy Art Malik. He's so funny when he does, yeah. where he lowers the camera and he just like stops giving his speech and gives like the what the hell like hand gesture yeah like, fuck, fuck I was on, that was gold man i'm on fire what are you doing yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it's just so like good. battery is east and he's like get a fucking another one yeah. <laughs> um it's just shout a, out to there's so many random little jokes like that <laughs> there is um oh i wanted to whoever hosting the fancy party at the beginning who has a shed with explosive barrels a stone throw from his home right does he not have an office he has he's like bringing a, his work home with him that's he's his like problem. A, he's like some swiss maniac with like a military harbor and so many barrels of crude oil yeah what is that event <laughs> he has ski henchmen on call well, he has like who di- are just like in outfits ready he's got go. like generals and presidents there yeah like, put your explosives somewhere else. You you don't fucking shit where you eat, you know? Like, come on. Couple of um, dudes who I can only assume are mobsters. Right. Uh, I got to talk about the torture doctor. Because oh, he's the giving... Tor- he's torture giving, doctor is pretty sweet. Yeah. He's giving, like, <laughs> ex-Nazi vibes, but he's too young, right? So um, that's just like the... Well, yeah. Yeah, he is. He is. It's just the vibe he wants to give off to the world. Like, that's his... I, he's just like, I want to give a real ex-Nazi doctor vibe. Mm. Like, a little Kevorkian in him, too. That's, that's stolen valor day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, But uh, that guy, uh, Jesus uh, fucking uh, Christ. Cut, cut that joke out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, this guy uh, is... Man, this guy is... 
out of control. He, he, <laughs> he, he is. He's such a cartoon character. <laughs> yeah. It's like he's doing this on purpose. Right. It's real weirdo. Uh, this isn't them, but the two henchmen who he makes stab each other. It's just like, oh. Oh, yeah. When he's coming <laughs> yeah. out of the, Yeah. I've, those guys. They try that's just best. a funny way to die. I like the guy that's driving the limo. Oh, yeah. He's that, just that he's guy. Just, he's just trying his best. He's like, can y'all not? I feel like I'm going to get shot. And then sure the big enough, guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that's driving and gets <laughs> shot while so they're fighting. He's like, he's a famous musician. Apparently. Oh, is he? He's throughout the movie. Yeah. He's apparently like a violinist or uh, oh, really? Like, someone will know. Someone will know. Um, I think, yeah. He's, I think I he's remember reading weirdly, that. Yeah. Yeah, he's weirdly famous in another field, which is really weird. Because imagine being like knowing him through that, and then watching this movie. Like, right, it's just some fuck? random henchman in True Lies. Yeah, one of the finest um, musicians in the world. Yeah, uh, and I, this is—they're not maniacs, but Arnold acts like they're nuts for asking this. The shout out to the pilots who ask if they're going to blow up the nukes with the people up the bridge. I would ask. I would ask. Yeah, I'd be like, just to be just better safe than sorry. If I fire this missile at the truck with the nuke, is that going to be a problem? I would clear that if I wasn't sure. And I'm not sure. I would ask that question. Right. Because I, I don't know. Too. I don't know. Is it going to blow I up don't if know. I shoot it? I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, I, I don't ask. know. It doesn't, it doesn't seem dumb enough that I'm confident to shoot at it. Uh, yeah. And here's the thing. If the answer was yes, you'd still maybe be like, yeah, you still have to shoot it because that's the thing is it's kind of do or die right now. So like, I think it's like that again, Arnold is impulsive. Like it would be best to ask for like, you know, uh, that the EMP of that might fucking take out my jet. I want to know if this is a suicide mission or not. What am I, what am I doing here? Um, yeah, that's all I have for, um, best side characters. Yeah. I think so, so. Should Absolutely. we talk about the most Arnold? Yes. I have three. Let's hear them. Uh, stay. Yep. <laughs> Slamming two dogs heads together. Yep. Going, stay. Uh, yeah, but they were all bad. And I think, though, this is probably the winner is you're fired. You're fired's pretty good. You're, yeah. You're, you're fired's pretty good. Here's- it's hard. It's yeah. tough. There's a lot. Here here are my picks. Right. Um you're fired obviously, but I also figured you'd you'd go for that. Yeah. Um stay banging yeah. the two dogs heads together. So good. Um but I think mine has to be, you know, my handcuffs. I have picked them. Oh, that's so good. Yep. Also cool off is pretty good. It's tough, man. Mm-hmm. This is a tough one for that. It's, I think uh, it's just we the don't whole. Crowd I think it's winner. the whole interrogation scene is just Arnold being a clown, and it's very funny. Yeah. And then he gets out of it. Just, it's a very funny idea to have Arnold just very patiently and clinically explain what he, what the cool ass action thing he's about to do. Yeah, and then it do is it. Great. It's very funny. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, that's such a good scene. It's <laughs> it's kind of the peak moment where it's like he's been lying to her for so long, and now here's a moment where he has to tell the truth. It's beautiful. Yep. Beautiful fucking God, great fucking plot construction here. Like what a good idea of like, yeah, we need a we need a, a part where he has truth serum. Um, and he's there with his wife and they're gonna torture him. Like that's oh it's so good. And it's it's the it's the collision too. Like it's their yeah. torture chamber and he's now he's coming clean. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. 
Um, time to give it a rating. Oh, this is between, man. Uh, one in fifty spy cigs. Spy cigs. Mm, mm. Shoot. What are you thinking? I'm gonna have to give it. Oh, man, it's so hard. It's so hard. I'm yeah, going to give it really at hard. least um, 747 spy cigarettes because, okay, because um, I assume that was the same as the plane that they were going to take to Paris. You're right. All right. I'm, I I agree with that. I'll go with that. It's It, it needs all the spy cigarettes you Every can possibly throw yeah. in. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. plant them everywhere so you know if your kid's stealing from your weird friend. Love this movie. <laughs> Love this goddamn movie. It's an incredible film. Yeah. Um. All right. That's it. We did it. We did True Lies. My fucking god. Thank you, Norm from Cheers. We truly did. Um. We truly did. Truly. True Lies. What's next? Hold on. I'm gonna look because I think it's gonna start getting real dark. <laughs> um. Let's see. True. True Lies. I think it's Eraser or Jingle All the Way let's see it is junior i was wrong dave true lies and then junior so we have junior next and this is where things start going wrong because then we get a racer then we get jingle all the way then we get batman and robin then we get end of days the sixth day um where's terminator three okay that's after collateral damage yeah things are gonna get fucking dark yep this Um, is this is the peak we we have we have reached the peak yeah, and honestly, I I want to make sure this is known. It doesn't matter after this. And what I mean by that is, like, it's sort of that thing where, like, when Peter Jackson made The Hobbit, and I'm like, that's cool, man. I, I didn't love it, but you made me Lord of the Rings. You know what I mean? Where it's just like, Arnold, you, you're done. You can rest. Yeah, you did it. You it's did like it. Tony Stark. You did the yeah, thing. You, it's, you did it. You did it. You, you saved us. You, you won. Um, you, you did won. it all. Yeah. From here on, it's just fucking. This is gravy. all great. So, yeah, you won. Yeah. So, yeah, good, good work. Yeah, no you, sh- you're done. You, man, no kidding. Go drive around fucking the PCH with your car, getting into accidents or whatever yep. you do, being, cutting people off, <laughs> being a real fucking terror in your neighborhood, yeah. <laughs> being a little maniac. Yeah, um, sweet. Uh, this was through our Patreon. It Norm sure was. This through our Patreon. Patreon.com slash Gamefully Unemployed. G-A-M-E-F-U-L-O-Y Unemployed. Uh, you can get custom podcasts. Ex- there's exclusive podcasts on there. Tom and Jeff Watch Batman. Fox Mulder's a Maniac. Star Trek The Next Futurama. Spielboys. Those are all there for $5 a month. And more. We watch movies every Friday night with our patrons as well. Check all that out. Why don't you? Yeah, do it. We also have a store. Head over to GameFleetEmployed.com. You can find a link to our Teespring store, where we have all kinds of cool original artwork and designs. You can get on t-shirts, mugs, stickers, posters, all sorts of things. So slap your true lion peepers onto that. Yes. 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 And nukes. <laughs> do do <laughs> them. Nukes. Sure. Nukes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Sure. That's how we're ending Bye. it. Bye. Australia. Australia.